Will you accept this rose? Break. How is everybody doing? It is a Monday, June 28th, fourth episode of Katie's Bachelorette season just finished airing. Jovi's here as well. Joey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I feel uh, a little more entertained than last episode, so it was a little bit better. It was not a bad episode. I, I agree. I, I would say this is definitely a step up um, from um, the last episode. Now, Joey, I also want to say welcome back. Right, you were hanging out at Country Fest. That's you. You were in Country Fest over the weekend. Is that right? I was at Country Fest, the first um, live. Well, I was gonna say first, not first live music. You guys have been playing Bourbon Creek has, but first like big concert. I'll say right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. First time you've seen. Is it really? It's the first time you've seen like an actual concert concert since um, mm. since the pandemic has ended. Yeah, first time, and it was crazy. Like um, for most of the artists, they said it was their first time in like a year, a year and a half. Like, really. You know, like, even like Thomas Rad and Dirk Spentley, like the big guys, it was their first show. That's such a good feeling. Yeah. That's such a good feeling to hear that, to hear that artists are saying, hey, we haven't played in a year and a year and a half, and we're back. We're back, MFers. Like, let's do this thing. You know what I mean? So I like it. I think that's, I think that's awesome. Anybody that knows Joey knows he is an elite country music mind. He loves it. Anybody, Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, Luke johnson luke smith luke however many lukes there are joey's all about all that stuff so joey who were some of the big hitters at country fest uh thomas rett was the main headliner the final one he was good is he that big thomas rett i didn't know he was that big yeah he's kind of like gotten bigger over the years um and yeah it was cool about country fest is yeah we were in the pit for those guys so we were like literally like five feet like i could touch thomas rett it was really yeah it's pretty unreal that is cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, Country Fest, live music happening again. Bourbon Creek. I got to plug Bourbon Creek when I can, right? We're playing at Cowboy Jack's uh, Friday, July 2nd, and then we're playing Cowboy Jack's Saturday, July 3rd. We're going back-to-back ja- back-to-back Jack's. I actually didn't mean to say that. Back-to-back Jack's at Cowboy Jack's is got what we're going to be jacks. doing. We got it. We, <laughs> a we, lot of Jack's. Well, a lot of Jack's <laughs> are, are, are going on. So uh, this, this upcoming weekend, uh, July 2nd and July 3rd, hope to see people there. All right. Joey, let's get into it. I want to start by asking you a question about Thomas, right? This is the big thing, right? Is is this Thomas guy? Seems to be the the, the the big premise of the episode. I want to start out by asking you this. How exactly, and, and this is kind of a dumb question, I think, but I want to ask it anyway. In what way has Thomas been manipulative that we've seen on the show? Now, there should be some pretty, it, it should be pretty obvious, Right. Because you can't you can't watch that show for two seconds without somebody talking about Thomas is manipulative. He is. They continue to say the word manipulative, manipulative, manipulative. Manip- I, I'll say this about Thomas. He has politician written all over him. He has politician vibes to him. He is the kind he strikes me as the kind of guy who would say what he needs to say in order to, to, to save himself or to, to, to put himself in a better position. And like I said, he's got just these politician vibes, a very well-spoken guy. Joey, in what way have we seen him be manipulative? I want to use that word. How, 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 how has he been manipulative? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, manipulative is just a great buzzword. Um, so that's a pretty common <clears throat> word that I'm going to hear in The Bachelor is manipulative about oh. if somebody's just acting just kind of out of order. They'll just kind of throw a manipulative at them, and that'll be that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Okay. That's Yeah, that gets tossed around like tomato, tomato. But the thing is, I think what the guys meant by that is like Thomas was super-duper nice to them, and then at the same time, he's like, there for the wrong reason. Yeah, you're kind of right. I, I don't really know how he was being quote unquote manipulative, but here's what I got. I, I actually kind of thought a little bit about what we've seen from Thomas thus far. Here's what he said. He admitted, or I should say, this is what I remember. I, I, I shouldn't say any of this is fact, but I, I do believe all of this is fact and what I, what I saw. He admitted, do you remember they did that date, which it's hard, hard to even call it a date. Basically they took the guys into a cellar and forced them to talk. I mean, they, they straight up did that. Nothing looking back on that, like nothing about that was a date. I've never been on a date where I was just sat, brought into a black cellar and just forced to spew my guts. But that's what they were doing on that date. Thomas on that date didn't share much about himself and any kind of relationships that he's had and any kind of negative things. However, he did admit on that date that he didn't know what he was getting into by starting the show. He admitted point blank that he did not know Katie and he didn't know exactly what he was going to be getting himself into when he started the show. He didn't just straight up say, Hey, I signed up to this show because I want to be love, love, love. Right. He didn't, he didn't admit that he kind of went the other way. He said, Hey, look, I just came on the show. I didn't know it was going to be Katie. I didn't know who it was going to be. And I'm, and he kind of said, I just kind of went into the process, not sure what to what to expect is is, again, the way that I interpreted what he did. Now, he went to talk to Katie, didn't go well. It was a it was a pretty poor conversation from the, from Thomas when he talked to Katie. And then he went back and he took time from Aaron. And when he took time from Aaron, that seemed to be the big thing where suddenly he's manipulative. Right. And suddenly he's this bad guy. I don't I don't I, I shouldn't say I don't mean to take Thomas aside. I know Thomas is the big guy that we all hate. Um, oh, and then, of course, the other thing he did was admitted that he was thinking about potentially becoming the next Bachelor or something like that. OK, um, I don't want to necessarily take the guys back because he does have these vibes that I don't love. But in terms of him being man manipulative, I haven't seen that on the show. I have not seen Thomas being manipulative. I have seen him take other people's time. But. I see Thomas being the most honest out of anybody there. It's probably not a good play to say, um, yeah, I was thinking about it was in my mind to be the next Bachelor. Probably not a good play. But who the hell isn't thinking that? I mean, Joey, if I was on the show, if I got called in to be in the show, one of the first things on my mind would be, holy smokes, they're going to pick the next Bachelor. I'm sorry, but that's on my mind because my life changes forever if I become the Bachelor, right? If I'm on the show, whatever. But if I become the Bachelor, all the... Thomas was so right when he said... All of those guys, you can't tell me that there's not one of those guys that's not at least thinking in the back of their head, I could be The Bachelor. And Thomas also said, I don't know you. It seems to me like Thomas is saying all the things that we all know, but you shouldn't say out loud. That's my kind of interpretation of Thomas. How do you see kind of his behavior throughout the show? I don't know if manipulative is the right word to use, but then again, maybe it is. And maybe he's just even manipulating me as a viewer. I have no idea. What are your thoughts on, 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 on this dude, Thomas? Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I, I think you're 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 saying it correctly. Like I think that Thomas is doing and saying the things a lot of people are afraid to say, but but a lot of people think right. But the thing is, we know it's a it's a chess match, right? Like the goal for a lot of these guys is to try to get as far as they can on the show. 
like I think a lot of them probably aren't there for the right reasons, but they don't say it right. So I think right. as a chess match move to actually come out and say that is not even being transparent. It's just not being smart because it's a it's a you're trying to they're trying to get as far as they can, and that's just clearly. <clears throat> not gonna get up it's, there. It's not a good move to make you it's, go farther in the show, right? I, I can see that, especially now, right? Correct. And the the thing is, too, is it's not lying if you just don't say it, right? So it's like it's like <laughs> it's like you know what I mean it's like it's like lying is saying something that isn't true, but you could just opt to say something or to not say it, and you probably just shouldn't have said it, right? Like there's right. something that are best there's some things that are best left unsaid and that's probably one of them. All the other guys have been very, very consistent about saying that he continues to lie. He continues to lie, 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 lie. I don't, I can't think of an example of him lying. And and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm watching something else. I don't know. They all continue to say he lies, but to me, he's doing the opposite of lying. He's actually going above and beyond to say, Hey, I didn't know her. I was thinking about maybe being the bachelor. I, now I'm in it, but he, now, and he's saying now, he's saying now I'm in it and I'm here for the right reasons. Well, no, you're probably not, right? That's that's why you shouldn't say it is because uh, the, the truth of the matter is all of these guys are feeling the same thing. So in terms of this Thomas guy being manipulative or lying, I guess I wasn't seeing that as much, but that seemed to be the direction everybody was talking about. And boy, Katie sure gave it to him. Didn't, didn't she at the end? I mean, I thought Thomas was going to get the rose. I asked you, do you think he's going to get the rose? You said yes as well. Think, what do you have to say about the way Katie booted his ass out of there? I mean, that was pretty hardcore. Uh, that was pretty hardcore. Yeah. It was like, a. it's like, she was like slaying the lamb almost. It was like, yeah. it was like, this is an example. She made an example of him. She's like, if you're here for the wrong reasons, well, well said. I'm gonna find you, and <laughs> I'm gonna this cut is, your head I'm off. Gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to cut your head off. <laughs> Katie might the next person that's not there for the right reasons. Katie might just murder him. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that dude. The way that remember when Thomas went to confront Katie about the whole situation, and we're gonna. Well, I got things structured here. I do want to mention we're gonna c- c- continue to talk about Thomas for a little bit. I want to get into things chronologically. But when Thomas went to confront Katie, Katie looked at Thomas. I'm not kidding with eyes that said I the eyes did not say I don't want you here the eyes said I want to kill you that's what those (laughs) eyes said to Thomas so yeah I'm sorry I cut you off there but in terms of the way that she booted Thomas out of there and the things she said to him thoughts on that yeah I mean it was like what's that movie it's like I'm gonna hunt you down and cut you like a fish isn't that like I don't remember that from a movie. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go the taken route there. I have a very specific set of skills, something like that. Um, I thought you were going that route. I don't know, but yes, she was. She was. I mean, livid with him. And I get it. Like Katie has that personality, right? Katie kind of has what Tasha has, right? Where she's very, very nice, but then when BS comes, she won't put up with it, right? I thought it was excessive to say to 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 send him out the way that she did considering the fact that again i just think the dude say and what we all know you shouldn't say it but we all know it everybody but katie i'm not kidding every person except for one there's one person on this planet joey who seems to not know that the people that go on to the bachelor are probably not there for the right reasons there is one human being on earth and it's katie and and, <laughs> and there is and, and, and she, she is absolutely blindsided i thought she went way too far i i think sending him home and giving him a hug what's wrong with doing that like send i thought it was way too much even for her i get that she has this kind of 
no BS policy. She really, you know, she was even like that with Matt season, which I actually really liked is she would stand up for herself. I just thought it was mean. I just thought it was over the top and mean, but I don't know. I, I again, and, and I realize as I start this podcast, this is probably a pretty unpopular opinion. People seem to hate this Thomas guy. I don't necessarily like him, but I thought it was a little over the top the way she sent him home by saying your bachelor auditions now ends now get the hell out of here or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was a little too much, but I guess playing devil's advocate, Sure. The one thing that's interesting about Thomas is he, I don't know if you remember this, but he said, I have red flags. Remember that? He like admitted that. Right. And then it was in a pr- previous episode. He said, I have red flags. And then when Katie yes. called on him and goes, what are your red flags? He just like mumbled some other. Oh, politi- that's right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And so it, true. I mean, he, so true. he was so political. Like he did. He spoke like a politician. He spoke like I agree with Katie. It seemed like he was just trying to give the best answer to to what she wanted to hear versus actually being honest. And I mean, he broke her trust and I don't, I don't blame her for that. Um, the way she sent him home, maybe it might've been a bit much. I mean, that was kind of her style, but I think she just, I don't think that's her style. That's not Katie's style to be, to be mean and confrontational. Absolutely not. Katie. I've grown to like Katie from that season, even the season of the bachelorette. And she is doing a great job as bachelorette. And I think she continued to prove that this season, she's doing all the things Matt James didn't do, which I'm actually going to get into in this podcast, but no, it's not her style to be mean. It's her style to, stand up for what she believes in it's her style to not be scared to stand up for what she believes in and not really caring who it's going to affect as long as it's what's right this isn't necessarily i, I again you're right joey you're, you were 100 percent spot on when you said the lamb was slain that we made we're making an example out of this thomas guy and for her to say this is actually what happened. She said whatever she said to Thomas and kicked his ass out of there. And then after that, she she had the group of guys, all the guys that got the roses. And what she said to them, and I actually laughed because it was just, she said, I literally cannot emphasize to you guys enough how important being here for the right reasons is, is what, is what, is what she said. And I get the right reasons. It's, let me ask you this. Is this the most intense right reasons wrong reasons season you've seen so far because i i know that's a big thing on the show the right reasons wrong reasons thing i think it's ridiculous i i i do i continue to think it's ridiculous i think it's ridiculous how katie's just being blindsided by all of this is this the most intense you've seen a lead act in terms of right reasons wrong reasons because holy smokes yeah i mean i would say this is the most intense i've ever seen it before i think it's for two parts one, I think that's just Katie's personality, really strong personality, and she's just not willing to put up with any BS at all. Sure. And and two, uh, Bachelor Nation has created this crazy culture where, like, like we always talk about, we always joke about Instagram followers, right? And it's yeah. Instagram followers, and it's even, like, even more than that now. It's like you become a part of this, like, we've talked about this before, too, where you become a part of this, like, Bachelor, post-Bachelor click where like you're like in the click with like the people that were on your season and then even the people that were on other seasons. Right. And then it's like, so like the further you get, the more fame you get. And so it's just become this crazy, like, are you here for the right reasons? It's just kind of gotten escalated as the seasons of the bachelor and bachelor have gone on. So okay. I think it's just been heightened, I guess. Okay. And then this is the plateau. Of and this is the plateau. Seen. It's coming to a breaking point. Yeah. <laughs> it has come to a breaking point. Uh, there is absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, Joey, I want to start out by asking this. 
who because you do your power rankings and as everybody knows we don't know what the hell his power rankings are exactly i don't know if they're the people you like the most or the people you think are going to win seems to be the people you think are going to win but there's also last episode you completely changed your power rankings and you just gave me five people that you kind of liked from the episode so i want to start up <laughs> yeah last last week i went a little rogue <laughs> you went a little rogue uh i want to start out by asking who do you like who do you see there that you like? I mean, my man Aaron. I love Aaron. Is Aaron really the guy? Is Are you serious? I don't like him. <laughs> I really don't. I still, I, I mentioned in I think the second, I think the second episode, I said I don't like him at all. I, I talked about the frat president vibes. The frat president who goes up to you and says, hey bro, who do you know? You don't know anybody here. I, I've never seen him smile. He is so intense. He's not, he doesn't seem like a cool guy to hang out with to me you really like this guy though don't you this Aaron guy I, I don't know if you're joking or not but I think you like him don't you I mean I just think it's hilarious how he he's like so over the top bro that it's just like hilarious to me like he's like <clears throat> I don't know just everything he says is so over the top it's so funny I don't know I guess I just feel like he so you're getting laughs out of Aaron I mean, Aaron, Aaron's providing with you providing you with laughs right now he's providing me with laughs but I, I feel like he's like genuine though i don't know i just feel like he just says what he thinks genuine and his reactions are if just it, hilarious like I'm, I'm sorry keep going i was just gonna say like when he thought that thomas was gonna get a rose i mean there was a couple reactions that were just absolutely priceless yeah. but his was so funny he just drops a big f-bomb just like you gotta be kidding me right like, like an audible f-bomb <laughs> that katie would have been able to hear you know what i mean like for, he just didn't care for sure um yeah i'm i'm not a, i'm not a i'm not a huge fan of that that aaron guy i know that you've liked him i love when you call somebody genuine on the show there should be a bros in the break room drinking game every time joey calls a contestant genuine you have to take a drink uh, you'd be pretty sloppy by, by, <laughs> by the end of that. But, um, okay, you like Aaron. Is there anyone else you want to throw in the in the batch of people you like? Or is there really not that many people right now? Are you kind of indifferent towards everyone? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. Like, yeah. yeah, my Boston boy, Christian, left. I didn't really know anything about him, but I, I liked him for some reason. So he's gone. Yeah, that was your pick to win, I think, after episode one. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when people do Bachelor Brackets – they do it after the first episode, right? Correct. And yep. in your bachelor bracket, you would have taken Christian, right? Yep, and, I would have. And 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 Christian is outski. I liked him too, although I didn't really know get to know him that well. <laughs> we didn't get to know him that well. Joey had this weird feeling about Christian. I had a feeling that wasn't going to work out as as well. And sure enough, he did get axed um, this episode. Um, here are three guys I like: Trey like Trey a lot um he we're gonna I'm gonna get into him going after Thomas he didn't really have any reason to do that but I, I don't really care I like Trey I think he seems he seems funny to me he's very very well spoken and he's very intense he seems like a very kind of passionate guy like like with 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 Trey it seems like Trey's kind of like you in, in a sense in this sense Joey Trey either Trey goes from zero to 100 on his opinions like nothing. I mean, if Trey has any slight kind of opinion, he gives it like it is the end of the world and it is the last opinion he's ever going to give on earth. 
very <laughs> very similar to what I know about you. It's I always make fun of Joey because after he sees a movie, Joey will either say it was the greatest movie he's ever seen in his life or it was the worst movie he has ever seen in his life. There is <laughs> absolutely no middle ground. I kind of get those vibes a little bit with Trey as well. I think he seems cool. Justin I like Justin. Now, I haven't heard him say hardly anything, but those faces that he makes, Joey, are absolutely... Pri- I mean, they are... That is that is almost like a talent. To be able to make faces of shock that are that over the top, there is something to be said about that. And he continues to get rows after rows. Uh, when I've heard him talk, I think he sounds like a decent dude i don't i don't have any reason to think otherwise and those faces are always solid and then connor b i like too who's cat guy right connor b and and joey's joey's kind of giving a little smug look joey's shaking his head no all right you don't like connor b not not a connor b guy is it, is it because of the cat stuff <laughs> we're still we're still not over that i'm over that i just feel like he just like i don't know he just seems like a kind of a strange guy and i just i don't know i'm just not really i don't i don't think i would i don't think i would have a beer with him i don't think i would kick it with him <laughs> I, I don't know wouldn't have a beer with him oh god I, that's like that's like the ultimate um like in determining um with like politicians determining if you would vote for they did a thing of parks and rec the tv show they did a thing about that and someone said they wouldn't have a beer with Leslie, who was running for office, and she just went nuts about it and thought it was the biggest deal ever. Um, that I kind of get what you mean, but at the same time, he just seems like he just seems like the nicest guy. He seems, you know what, Joey? I'm about to I'm about to pull a page out of the Joey Havlick uh, dictionary here. He seems very genuine to me. He just he just does. He just seems like he's. He's a good guy. Um, I like the cat thing to begin with. I like Connor B. Didn't get a lot of airtime this time, but I kind of wanted to ask about who we like because at this point, I'm not even really sure. When we got this deep into Matt's season, I, it was I almost didn't even have to say who I liked, who I disliked. It was just there, right there on the screen for you, right? This season's a little bit different, and I don't even want to look at that as a bad thing necessarily because it's like even this Thomas guy. I get that he's the clear villain. But I didn't see him as being this over-the-top horrible person that they seem to be making him out to be. Joey, any thoughts on the way that this season is kind of structured and the fact that we're not it's not plain as day who the good guys are, who the bad guys are? Is this normal for The Bachelor to kind of to kind of set up the characters in this way because this is quite a bit different than Matt's season, and I don't necessarily want to look at it as a bad thing. Yeah, I mean... It's really different because there's usually one villain that comes comes in usually at the beginning or like first second episode right. at the, the latest. Vic, Vic, Victoria, right? Yeah, yeah. Victoria in uh, Matt season, and then they'll usually they stay usually for a while. Like they usually stay all the way through until like uh, pretty far. Like usually like top eight at, at the earliest boot, but like oh, really? even like sometimes all the way up to like top six or whatever it is. Um, so but you have, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you have your episode one or episode two villain and it's like, okay, that's the villain. And then they continue to stay on the show, which is not what we've seen. Yeah. They, they're taking a whole new approach this season and it's, it seems pretty intentional. Like the approach they're taking, like they had Carl on there and then he, oh man. Rest wish, in peace to Carl. I know. I, I wish Carl was still I miss on Carl. It. I know. I, I, do. I do too. I miss Carl. Such good entertainment. But yeah. yeah, he got booted and then we have like an emergence of Thomas and now it looks like we're getting an emergence of, of a hunter villain? I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm whoa, there for whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, hunter villain? <laughs> yeah, they, did they that show, pop they, up? Yeah, did you not see that oh, in, the, in the preview? They were showing Hunter as a villain. <laughs> yeah, we were. First of all, what that? is yeah. Hunter doing on the show? <laughs> my first question is, what is Hunter doing on on my TV? 
because I have not seen this guy continues to get I can I still can't take him seriously. I don't know why, but I just see Hunter. I immediately think to myself, not going to take him seriously. That's just a, not a look that I take. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know what he's doing on the show. He's going to pop up as a villain. Yeah, they well they were like, well obviously Blake, he's the new guy that just came in, so obviously he's going to be a villain. But yeah, but then they were like. They were like giving us like this hunter villain edit. Like they were like yeah. they were like saying how he's like in this like soccer match being all wild. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny how like the producers he was tackling it's, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's so planned. Like it's like, oh well, all right, Thomas is out. All right, let's go back to the storyboard. Okay. Uh plot line. All right. Bring in Hunter. Hunter. Ah, oh, come on. Give me a different. And Blake too. He's Blake's not going to be a good villain either. Yeah, like we'll, bring bring in somebody. We'll else. talk about Blake. But yes, if I here's what I first of all I'll say. This is what I like about it. With Victoria, the villain, she was a terrible villain, right? Because she was so over the top. It was so obvious that ABC said, "Hey, Victoria, you're going to be the villain. Go nuts and be a terrible person." And it was so over the top. It's not relatable as a viewer. I want a villain that I can relate to, a villain that I could maybe see being somebody that I could actually meet. This season, we're getting that more. We're getting people like Carl again. Rest in peace. I really wanted to see him stay on the show because I thought he was hilarious. Carl axed. Now we got this Thomas guy popping up, and Thomas got axed harder than anybody. I mean, after you, you don't admit to Katie, if you're anywhere near, I think they didn't film this in New Mexico. If you are in the state of New Mexico and you make as much as a hint that you are interested in being the next Bachelor, Katie has a sixth sense where she will find you and she will, she will axe you because. Um, yeah, she she really let that guy go. So I, I want to start out by saying I don't really hate the direction they're going because it's making it less obvious that we have producer picks, right? And, and in fact, the way that I'm seeing things, it doesn't even look like we have a producer pick. I can't think of who the producer pick is that that is being forced to stay or stick around. It seems to me like they're they're really kind of letting uh, Katie make her picks now. If I am the bachelor producer. If I am uh, the Bachelor producers and I'm in my meeting and I'm saying, all right, guys, Thomas is out. We need our next villain. The, I'm not kidding. The last guy I would pick to be the villain. I, I, I'm not kidding. I think the outside of maybe Greg or like Connor B or these like obvious guys, <laughs> I'm not kidding, would probably be, what's his name again? Hunter. <laughs> I can't even take his <laughs> like, name seriously. Like if you're, if you're, Hunter, like, if you're like sitting around the, the, the producer table like, hey, Bob, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Thomas got axed, so... We need another guy. Right. And so I'm thinking, who are we calling up? Right. And I can't even think of any of the guys, but like Justin. Hunter? Right. Hunter. <laughs> hey, hey, Hunter, we're going to need you to come into the room. So you're the new villain, right? So that, talk, I, I just. Talk about having a few beers before you make a decision. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, that's the direction they're going to they're go with it. We'll, we'll see what happens with that and, and who the, the next villain um, is, going to, uh, is going to emerge as. Okay. Um, Joey, we have this truth or dare date, but there's no truth. Right? What is this truth or dare day? They're like, yeah, you're playing truth or dare. But really, they just made them run around and do a bunch of stuff they didn't want to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> there was no truth. Truth, I don't think Katie understands what truth or dare is. Truth or dare is where you start out by saying truth or dare, and then you have an option for truth. Right? That didn't happen, did it? Or did I miss something? No, all we got was they went back after running around, and... I was looking for Nick again. I was like, where's Nick? Nick, I thought Nick was coming back for another circle of doom. It's just like, well, a, well, I thought, well, I thought so too, maybe. <laughs> I thought maybe the one-on-one -on -one time that they were going to get was going to be the circle of doom, right? It was going to be, again, you, you take him into that dungeon, that all-black dungeon. You throw <laughs> one light on. It's just the creepiest thing ever, and that's your date. And throw Nick in there. 
Right, but but I'm right though, right? They they didn't have the option to give a truth, right? They just had to run around and do a bunch of stuff they didn't want to do. Well, so the, you know, no, yeah, they never did a truth section, and I was wondering that too. So like, when they came back, that was I think they like each did their one on one truth section, and all we got was like Trey feuding with Andrew S, and then we got the Trey Thomas bomb, and then more feuding and Trey meltdown. I don't know. I I I don't. I lost the true section. Yeah, I, I didn't see a true section either, but they were just kind of running around uh, aimlessly. I don't I don't know if I really liked the date or disliked it. I just thought it was kind of odd. They would open up something and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, surprise, you got to eat 50 Twinkies. <laughs> like, like, it's not even bad. It's, it's not even Joey like they made them open up. What I thought was going to happen was this. They were going to open the thing up and it was going to be a very small quantity of bad food like fear factor style right like maybe they were gonna have to eat some kind of cow tongue or something like that <laughs> nope they crack it up and you have to eat five pounds of chocolate cake <laughs> help yourself <laughs> the guys are like what am i doing here with this boing you're eating twinkies right you're eating and like i'm just thinking to myself like how are you supposed to eat all of that uh, they showed that mike guy just starting to, to, to go down on the twinkies i'm thinking there ain't no way that those two guys finished that entire mountain of, of twinkies i thought it was such an odd thing to do joey let me ask you about these group dates <laughs> because are the bachelor producers getting desperate in your mind based on your experience watching the show seeing these group dates are the bachelor producers getting desperate because this seemed like the producers were on their knees here on this one yeah i mean i know the world's starting to open up more now post-covid and the producers are probably so happy because they're i mean they're getting it's tough what can you do for dates when you're confined to a little area right so they, tell me a little bit more about that um well normally they would be traveling that's what you're saying and, and when you go out to greece or you go out to mexico or you go out wherever you're going to be able to, to do group dates that are going to be kind of related to the culture correct right exactly so yeah they start yeah. off in los angeles and then they usually travel the u.s for like a while and then once you make it to like eh, usually like single digits maybe like top 10 maybe you know they're top top like maybe 10 8 some somewhere along the line they always go abroad for like the whole second part of it usually so i think they just are getting really limited and they just yeah they've completely run out of ideas like it's just they're just throwing darts at the dartboard at this point yeah no i i thought that this was yeah throwing darts at the dartboard sounds about right it sounds like there was about no time thought put put into this um Mind you, the guys are spending no time with Katie on the date. It's like it's a group date, but it's not really because they're not spending any time with Katie. They're just dancing around for ABC. They're just dancing like monkeys for ABC while Tasha and Caitlin are just like like looking on and just seeing what's going on. Maybe that's normal for these group dates. You don't really spend a lot of time with the person, but I just thought it was a weird. You don't call that a date. It's just <laughs> yeah. running around. No, that one seemed particularly bad, and I thought it was really funny too how – there was almost no involvement from Katie for like most of it. Like it was just like them like ripping hair off each other with like wax, which was like, yeah, that was like, come on, ABC. Yeah. You got to do a little bit better than that. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. I could, I could make better date ideas with one eye open. Give me one. That was a mistake for you to say. Give me one. <laughs> give me one. Uh, We're not going to continue until I you give to, me one. I need one. to come. I need to come we, back. We are. We are. I am. Okay. I am coming back to you. All right. All right. I got it. <laughs> okay. What is it? 
like it's make him sing karaoke. I'm a huge karaoke guy. So you want him to just sing Roki? I want him to be ripping Roki out there. Yeah. And, and, and so as a, as a viewer, I'm just seeing guy after guy after guy after guy just sing like ten seconds worth of karaoke. <laughs> I guess as a viewer, I'm just just watching the dude just yeah, rip Roki. Well, have him like you know write a song. I mean they've done that before. Oh, but they have. Well, they well they've had them write songs. I'm before. sure they've done just about everything, and I mean that's why we're getting that. You know, yeah, I, I get it. You know, you're you're kind of running 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 up out of ideas. Um, the big thing that I picked up from this date, Joey, was that she said she's starting to fall in love with Greg. She said she's starting to fall in love with Greg. Greg didn't even reciprocate it. Greg's flipping the switch. I feel like Greg's the bachelor here. I, for, I mean, did you notice that? For a second there, I was like, "Who's the bachelor?" I was like, "Greg feels like he was the bachelor." God, I, I thought he was, is, he was flipping the script. Greg is on fire, man. Greg has been killing it ever since he showed up, and I'm really glad to see it because Greg is such a great guy. He's so he seems just so nice. He seems like a guy I would get a beer with to for for me. He just seems like a cool. And he, you know what? I mentioned this about Abigail. About Abigail. All of the girls really seem to like Abigail and be friends with her. I'm noticing that with Greg now. All the dudes there really seem to like him, and it, and it makes sense because he's he just seems like such a. How can you not like him? He hasn't done anything that I would think anybody would be would be off put by him. But man, for her to drop us, she's starting to fall in love with him. I mean, that's got it. That's early, right? That's early to be dropping those bombs, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean. It was like a love level five, though. Like it was, it was a pretty weak. It's it's about as weak as they get, but it was yeah. there. But it was I mean, there. Yeah. It was there, and I agree. If you can flip the script like he did, and like play the like power position of like you're you're like the bachelor, that's amazing because that is so hard to do. I mean, it's rare that that happened on the show because usually, like, if you tried, if somebody just tried to pull that. Then the the lead's gonna be like, uh, no, like you, you're out of here. But she, he's she he's Greg has got right. Katie on the hook. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that that he does too. Um, again, they didn't show him saying that he's starting to fall in love with her as as, as well. I don't know if that's something the producers maybe edited edited out. I'm I, I'm completely speculating there, but. Yeah, this Greg guy seems like the, the the real deal. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Okay, I talked about one of the guys that I like on this show is Trey. Um, Trey went after Thomas in that group date. Now, here's my first issue with that. Trey was not at that group date. There was a group that the reason all of this popped up with Thomas is because they did that group date in the dungeon where they all have to spew just, just the vulnerable stuff about themselves, right? That's how it all started. Trey was not at that date. Trey wasn't there. So the guys just kind of came back and said, yeah, this is how Thomas acted on that group date. And then Trey took it and he ran a country mile with it. I mean, he took it and he, and he ran so far with it that he actually felt the need to let Katie know about Thomas. But again, he wasn't there. He didn't see the, again, air quotes here, manipulation that took place. He was just told about it by the other guys. This is what kind of what I like and sort of dislike about Trey is he's very, very passionate. Again, you tell him something, he's going to, he's going to, you can, I can already tell you give him a little bit. He's going to, he's going to go crazy with it. So for Trey to call out Thomas, I thought was odd. At first I thought that's an odd play. That seems like something that's going to, because if I was Katie, I would say what kind of example. And I, I guess she talked about the Bachelor thing, 
the fact that he said he meant, mentioned that he wanted to be the bachelor, but uh, Trey didn't know anything because Trey wasn't there. So he couldn't really give too much information. So I'm thinking this is kind of an odd play for Trey, but boy, did it work out. I mean, Joey, if I'm on the bachelor right now, I'm thinking to myself, I can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, to get Katie to, 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 to like you and to trust you it seems to be to throw other guys under the bus about not being there for the right reasons. If I'm on The Bachelor, I'm looking at these guys and I'm saying, which one of these guys is not here for the right reasons? And trying to think to myself why they're not here for the right reasons, especially if they show me any kind of sign that they might not be here for the right reasons. I'm telling Katie. I'm telling Katie immediately because she's going to love it. She's not going to love hearing that the bad news, but she's going to love me for telling her. That's exactly what I saw happen with Trey. I think Trey's going to be here for a while, and I think this play is a big part a big part of the reason why. The fact that he went after Thomas. What are your thoughts about Trey kind of being the the guy to call out Thomas? I didn't think it made sense, but it worked out so well. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that Katie like I agree. That's like the easiest way to earn her trust is to throw somebody else under the bus. <clears throat> and I think it's interesting with Trey. You're right. He has <laughs> that very be he had, the case. I know, should not be the I, case. I know. I don't know what that is, but it seems like you're like a lock almost. So when you want you, like, you, you like you like do that, and you, it's like Katie's got all these like spies. I feel like it's like a spy mission. Like yeah, yeah like spies. Like she got Trey. He's a spy. Oh, I, I can keep Trey around because he'll he'll be Sherlock Trey like until the end and yeah, sniff it out you until your inside you know you got my inside source. So like I'll keep him to like top five, even if he's not for me. Like you know because he'll he'll be my. He'll sniff out all the and, wrong and, reasons, and, people. And basically what it does, Joey, is, is it confirms that Trey is here for the right reasons, right? I think Aaron did that same thing. Aaron went up to her and told her about, I think, Thomas or maybe Carl. I don't remember who it was now. One of those two people. And when Aaron did that, it was basically confirming, hey, Katie, I, I'm looking out for you on these people who are not here for the right reasons. He's not there for the right reasons. And by saying that, you're kind of saying, I am here for the right reasons because that's why I'm looking out for you. And there's no bigger thing for Katie than being here for the right reasons or not being here for the right reasons. So it's not a bad play, but it makes no sense. It feels like it's not the way the show should be. The show should not be you throw someone under the bus about not being here for the right reasons. That's what helps you to go farther. But, boy, that sure seems to be the case right now, doesn't it? Yeah. See, that's the most interesting thing. You're 100% right. But that's why the best villains are the Luke P's of the world because what Luke P did so well is he would say – other people are there for the wrong reasons, which is like reverse psychology almost, right? Like, so right. like it would like make him look good. Like, oh, mate, this guy's sniffing out people that are here for the wrong reasons. So like he must be here for the right reasons. Exactly. But he, but he wasn't. What was Luke P there for? What was his wrong reason thing? Do you remember? Uh, Luke P was, Luke P was a, a mess. whole mess. <laughs> it's a whole another can of worms that just can't. But, but basically, we've said it. We've said it before. But here in Bros in the Break Room, we consider Luke P to be the gold standard of Bachelor characters. Um, like, he as is, like villains. Oh, gold yeah. standard of villains. Whatever. In terms of entertainment on TV, again, I didn't watch the season. I just YouTube some stuff. I was very, very pleased with what I saw from <laughs> Luke P. The dude seems absolutely insane. So yeah, keep going. Um, so that's what I was saying. So like, it is, it would have been interesting if like Thomas would have came back and been like, well, Trey isn't here for the right reasons or like, ooh, and, ooh. and you know, right. And, just, and like, just an objectively huge just, lie, just like a huge <laughs> lie. Like, just like, um, basically yeah. just like, you know, some of the stuff that Carl was spewing, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like the thing is, God, he would have been good. Carl would have been good. <laughs> oh no, I can't I get know. you started on Carl I again. Know, I, know. I know. I am. <laughs> but, um, the thing is with Trey is 
he he exaggerated. He took a little piece of something and blew it up into. I mean, honestly, Trey even probably fibbed the truth a bit. Like he he, ex, you know, what I mean, that's what they do. But that's the thing. Over exaggerated. Yeah, over exaggerated. So like, if you, if I don't you think get, I saw him doing that. Maybe he did. I don't know. I'm just saying, like you said, if you get, if they get a hint of something, they're gonna blow it up. Like you know, right. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna go over the top and embellish. Maybe embellish is the right word, right? Okay. And so. Anyways, I think, I think yeah. what Trey said was that Thomas, I think he might have said Thomas is only here to be the bachelor. I think he might have said that. That is not true at all. That is not what Thomas said. Thomas right. said that it, a thought was on my mind that, oh my gosh, this I might get to be the next bachelor. He didn't know Katie. Again, that's not it. Trey did say that. And I do have that here in my notes. I always take notes when I watch the show to structure the show. And I wrote that he said Thomas is only here to be the bachelor. I don't know if I'm right on that or not. But if Trey did say that, that's just completely that's I would almost say that that's completely false. It's not, but it's a huge embellishment to the point where you're actually kind of missing the the point of of why Thomas said that. Again, Thomas should have never said that. But the way I see it is he's being honest about the fact that he's kind of saying the thing that they all know. He's saying the thing that everybody knows but Katie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's just saying the thing everyone knows but Katie. So. No, it's it's true. But, I mean, honestly, like we said, it's not even lying if you just don't say it, right? Yeah, and the, yeah. The thing is, in the game of right. chess. And what are you going to do, right? Yeah. yeah. If you're there, I mean, if boy, let me tell you something, Joey. If I went on the show for the wrong reasons, but I was there and I was this deep into it, knowing everything that's gone down, I would be switching to the right reasons team as soon as I got the chance. You know what I mean? I <laughs> oh, would yeah. be, I mean, I would immediately do, uh, you know, and, and I would never even think to make even a hint that I was there for no other reasons other than to find my soulmate and to find the truest and purest form of love that I can possibly <laughs> find even though I didn't know who the bachelorette was going to be when I applied I had no idea what I'm getting myself into I only applied to be on TV um, yeah I don't know Trey seems like he is um, he seems like he's a lot and I kind of like it I kind of like the fact that he's a lot he seems like you know what I could see the, the very 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 early to be saying this but he kind of has bachelor like bachelor qualities to me just because he does go so far joey's giving me a look that making me think that he's definitely not agreeing with that was that kind of a preposterous statement i mean i really like trey too i i love it how over the top he is but, but, but that's not what you're looking for it's a little bit too early to be calling a potential bachelor for, okay. for trey okay i don't know i i, I just kind of see the way that he is and i kind of like it and i think that it it, it works well on tv but um again that was my thoughts on on him um we got never been kissed Heather showing up again, this time in the form of Blake, a Blake. I don't know what Blake is. I have not seen Tasha's Bachelorette season. Um, I think that Tasha or Katie mentioned that he was with another Bachelorette besides Tasha. Who is that? What does she mean by that? You know, <laughs> um, I actually don't know who that is. I, I was trying to like think of, oh, oh, was it, oh, is it because he was Paradise with Cla situation? No, it was probably because he was with Claire Crawley first. And then oh, well, Claire he didn't have any choice left. on that. Yeah, and then Claire left, and then it was Tasha. Well, that wasn't his fault. I mean, don't don't drop the multiple bachelorettes thing on him if it's not his fault that Claire ducked out early, right? 
Yeah, Katie was coming at him pretty hot when he showed up, which is understandable. I mean, her questions were pretty valid for the most very part. Very valid, and I thought yeah. she handled I thought she yeah. handled him showing up very, very well. She asked the questions that she needed to ask. One of the questions that I thought was a good question was saying, hey, you've been with three bachelorettes. This will be your third bachelorette. Didn't realize that she was actually referring to Claire Crawley as well, who ducked out early, so that's not his fault. So I'm, I, I take that back. I don't think that's a good question to ask at all, but... She did say the thing that Matt couldn't seem to ask, which which is just, hey, I'm starting to form connections with these people. It's not fair for you to show up right now. And Blake kind of said, I know it's not fair, right? He's being, she's being very, very straightforward to him, which I actually appreciated and is so different than anything that Matt would have said. Um, she said that she's starting to form connections with these other guys and it might not be the right time. With that being said, she determined it was indeed the right time and decided to bring Blake onto the show. Joey, who is this guy? What am I getting myself into with a Blake? What is a Blake? I'm not a huge Blake fan. I've never really been a huge fan of him um, when he was on, I'm just going to call it Tasha's season Tasha's for all season, intents and yeah, purposes. Right. But I um, I don't know. He, he just seemed like he was just kind of a weird guy i don't know i just I, I don't really connect with the guy very well um okay so we're not a blake fan then, I, then I, early on you don't really yeah. have, seem to have any reason yeah, you don't really don't seem know. to have any reason whatsoever <laughs> to dislike him but you just kind of do which is what yeah. this show is about right this show isn't about it's, it's not about you having this laundry list of reasons you just kind of look at the guy and you kind of determine if you like him or not you don't really seem to have good vibes when it comes to this guy i kind of get you i, I didn't get the best vibes with him either even just in the way that he was talking it just just seemed very um it, it seemed like a bad politician to me almost when he was trying to when he was trying to make his points to get himself onto the show it's not that he's like poorly spoken but it just seemed like like Katie was asking him these very legitimate questions um about the bachelorette's thing um which again I didn't know she was talking about Claire so I'll kind of uh, cancel that one out but she said that she's starting to form connections with these other guys and your thought that would, would be that he would say something like, "Like I understand that you understand you're starting to form connections with these these other guys. I understand that that's that's very very real. I don't want to do anything to interrupt the fact that you're starting to make these connections, but I really do want to meet you. And I do believe once you bring me on the show, you'll be happy. You know, blah 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 blah. You would reference back to the fact that she's right. She is making connections, but it's 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 it, it's still worth it to bring him on. I didn't see him doing that. He just seemed to dodge every single question. He just seems like a goofy. You kind of see, you kind of, you know, when you call him Greg the Goober, he kind of seems like Blake the Goober to me a little bit. I got Blake the Goober vibes no, um, a little bit with this dude. I 100% agree. He is a Goober, I think, too. And that's why I, I don't really like him either. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really thrilled. I wish they would have brought back somebody else. I don't know. Blake, he, he seems really random. I think he did have some fans. Is probably why they brought him back. But what if, what if, what if Matt wasn't with Kirk Connell and Matt James showed back up? Oh my gosh. Wait, that's a terrible idea. I don't know idea. what I would do if Matt James <laughs> showed up. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> as soon as I was saying that, because Matt knocked Katie off. Yeah, that was a terrible idea. Well, I don't know. It would make for some um, pretty confusing television. Nothing I wouldn't put back past the Bachelor producers uh, at this point in their um, career. 
Um, so that was the final rose, right? Because there was supposed to be this final rose, which she all thought was going to Thomas, and then she gave Thomas a, a, a verbal whooping and sent him out of there. So I assume that final rose went to Blake, even though they didn't show Blake physically take a rose. Is that right with that? I got confused by the final rose stuff. Yeah, we got confused. At first, I nobody, was like... Nobody even said this is the final rose. This is the one time I kind of needed them to say it. This is yeah. the one time I actually wasn't sure, and nobody said anything. Well, it was so confusing. We're our hosts. We need our hosts to facilitate the where are, where are the hosts when we need them? Um, the one time I need them, they need the host to do <laughs> the their job. Time. They do one thing, Joey. The they one do time. one thing. The one thing they say is this is the final rose. They didn't say it. They screwed that up. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm bitter about that. But um, we're thinking that that was the final rose then? I don't know. Yeah, well, it was weird. Like, It's like when you ever see like movie mistakes, like moviemistakes.com, you can look them up. When like yeah. stuff happens that, that shouldn't because it's the way it's produced. I felt like that happened where there was one rose sitting there and then she's like, Thomas, she called him up, chewed him out, sent him out. And then, then they like, they came back and then they, then the host came, appeared out of nowhere. They spawned in and they were they like, literally it, did spawn. They in. literally it's spawned like, where have you been? up through the floor. Do and, your job. And then they're, then, then they're like, um, now there are no more roses. And there was for sure one rose sitting there. Right. Right. And exactly. I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, was that a fake rose? Like, are we getting froze? Are we getting frozen out here? Joey kept calling. <laughs> Joey kept calling the fake rose a froze. He kept. He was a dumbest. Thing. <laughs> he kept combining the words fake and rose as froze, and then he proceeded to say, "We're getting frozen out." Only Joey <laughs> can take something like that and bring it that far. Um, yeah, we did get the fake rose. Um, I was really confused by that. Uh, let's do a little check-in. What do we think of uh, Caitlin and Tasha? Let's do a little, uh, little Caitlin and Tasha check-in. What do we think of them? Well, they uh, uh, they were not on the screen like at all last episode, and we didn't even really realize it or something. We didn't even talk about it. Right. We didn't need to. But, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And now they're back in limited capacity. It seems like it. It kind of seems like they're trying to roll like no host with just like Katie pretty much doing everything, which. I'm okay with what is Chris honestly. what is Chris what what are they doing that Chris Harris what are they not doing that Chris Harrison would normally do they're I mean they're just not really doing much of anything right now. no I know neither did Chris Harrison <laughs> so that's why I'm, that's exactly why I'm asking this Joey is what are they neglecting to do that Chris Harrison would normally do yeah I guess you're kind of I guess that's kind of a good point it, I mean it, I, is there's never really a whole this whole host thing with the I don't want to get I I feel like it gets a little repetitive for me to to bash the fact that I think the host is 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 not necessary I don't want to get into it too much but in terms of my assessment for how they're doing I don't have any I don't I don't I don't see anything one way or the other you could make them the host you could make you the host actually if you were the host to be a lot more entertaining <laughs> be a lot more entertaining because of all the dumb things you would say but um, but yeah I I don't really see them as doing a good job or a bad job um, I I don't really see them I know that they went to something that kind of bothered me a little bit um, with the hosts is Katie went up to Caitlin and Tasha to talk about the Thomas situation. And I've been talking about, I want to hear 
the the I want to hear the host give advice if advice is 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 due. And the Bachelorette seemed like they were in spot to give advice here, but they but all they did was they just took. The, Katie said, "I heard that Thomas is here just to be the Bachelor." And my thought was that Caitlin and Tasha would say, "Okay, go talk to Thomas right away about that. Get Thomas's side of the story, and then go back to Trey. You know, try to handle it." Instead, Caitlin just kind of assumed that it was true. Caitlin said something like, "You want to know one way to not become the Bachelor is to tell every." when you're going to become the bachelor that bothered me because it's like you guys are not even thinking about thomas's side there are always always two sides of the story the host in this case seemed completely uninterested in hearing his entire spew it bothered me the way that they handled that um again i don't really have any say one way or the other on how they're doing as hosts i got to imagine people in general that the general consensus is that they're liked. People probably like the job they're doing because they are such um, such well, well-liked bachelorettes and they've been on the screen a lot. So I got to imagine that they're enjoying it. But I didn't like the way that they handled that with the Thomas thing. Do you remember that at all? Do you have any kind of take at all on that? Yeah, I, no, I remember that. Um, I, I don't really have a, a super strong opinion yeah. on on that. I mean, I it makes sense. Like, <clears throat> there, you know, it kind of this happens where it's like a snowball effect. It's like, something comes out like this like oh he's only on here to be the bachelor um you know and then it it just kind of like everyone just assumes that is 100 percent true and it's not fair and it's just like yeah everyone kind of just runs with that and no matter what it's just like the beginning of the end for whoever that person kind of yeah. is yeah so yeah. i mean I, I was wasn't surprised by okay. kind of the, the comments from the the host yeah i i guess it seems like the hosts are just taking much more again of a support team kind of role um less of a less of a kind of of whatever the hell chris harrison was doing i don't i don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on <laughs> with, with that but i think caitlin and Tasha are doing fine I'll say that. I'll give him a C. I'll probably give him a C throughout the course of the entire uh, throughout the entire um, uh, season, but we'll see what happens. Joey, you know what time it is? Power rankings. It is time for the power rankings. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, of this kind episode? Of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's Power Rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far. Kind of. What the hell are these halfway? And there it is. Joey, bros in the break room tradition. Explain the power rankings. Let's get started. Power rankings. Um, <clears throat> um, I love the big um to begin. You've had so much time to get this figured out. And it's the power rankings. Um, uh, what are the power rankings? Power rankings are who I, was gonna, who I think is going to win the show based on what we've seen. Okay. And I will admit, sometimes it's uh, kind of largely based on who I like. Okay, not so who I actually think is going to win, just who I just kind of like at so, the time. So it's not based on uh, who's going to win, then. No, I mean it's it's like loosely who I think is going to win, with like we you know kind of some biased opinions on who I like. Okay, okay, sounds good. So we uh, we have no idea. Okay, go go ahead and kick, <laughs> kick us off at five. All right, I'm going with Trey because I agree uh, with you. <laughs> that guy is on meltdown mode <laughs> all 
episode <laughs> season long. Yeah, he kind of is. And I love it. Yeah, I do. The more I do meltdowns too. from Trey, the better TV we get. I do too, and I think that he will melt down about anything. I think when you say meltdown, you mean that he really just kind of gets passionate and starts really kind of spewing, you know, what it, what it is he thinks he wants wants to spew. Yeah, I I agree. I think if he if you give him a molehill, he will make a mountain every single time. And I think we're going to continue to see that with him. I also think he's a very well-spoken guy. I think he seems like a very, very nice guy. Um, and yeah, I like that pick. I, I Trey is Trey is, I would say, one of my favorites at, at this point, just because I do kind of appreciate his passion, the way that he does get so fired up about everything. I think it's kind of cool. I like him. Good pick at number five on uh, Trey. Number four. I'm going with um, Michael A. Yeah, you got to um, throw Michael in there. Yeah, he seems like a really good dude. And I know we talked about this. Um, one thing that was hilarious with him is I always find it really funny how time, time, time is so limited, right? They always talk about how limited it is. And you get these people with already locks. They have roses. Michael A. had his one-on-one last episode. But they hadn't had another bachelor. bachelor. They had another rose ceremony until now. And it's so funny. um, Michael A. got got in there during the cocktail party. And he had a whole other one-on-one segment with her. And I just thought that was hilarious, but it but it went really well. What and is he doing? I don't know what he was doing. Why in is there. he I mean, sucking time? Yeah, he didn't need to now, suck any more now time. Let me, let me, <laughs> let, let me ask, <laughs> let me ask you this: Am I to assume that every single one of those guys got some time with her during the cocktail party? Is that what the assumption is? You always would think that they just didn't air it necessarily, right? right. That's what you assume. You can't air all of that. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, so yeah. So my assumption was that they all got time. Michael A didn't need it. He just came off of a one-on-one he didn't need more time he didn't need to suck time that's that's what you would think but then they always but then half of them will like say well i didn't get any time like i can't remember the guy's name but he he said that so one of the guys said that but at the cocktail party yeah the cocktail party out. but you would always like you said you would always assume that everyone gets time so i, right. I guess i'm i'm lost sometimes if they say they don't but um i'll say this about michael a his one-on-one did go very well i mean katie does like him a lot and boy i mean he's about as nice he seems like he's about as nice as they get just in terms of again just kind of he just he's got a very unintimidating presence to him and i mean that in a very good i mean that in a very good way um yeah he seems he seems like he's very very strong uh i I know that his one-on-one was very recent so it's kind of easy to call him strong right now but i don't see him letting go i think putting him in your top five that makes a lot of sense to me in terms of him potentially being someone who can go hometowns or beyond i'm 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 with michael a um number three so number three this is i don't even really like this pick i have this down i i kind of hate it but i guess it's i'll just say it anyways connor b Oh no, not Connor B. Okay, no. you hate this pick. Um, I, I'm like confused at my own pick, but I, <laughs> Joey's pretending. Um, Joey's pretending to look at his phone like oddly. Joey's like moving his <laughs> phone back and forth, like as if he's unaware that we're doing a podcast right now and people can't see him doing what he's doing. <laughs> but he's just doing it anyway. Um, I love it. Okay, so um, uh, who we got? Three. I have Andrew S. Down just because I like him. He he seems like he was getting a lot of airtime. Honestly, that's kind of why I have him here. He seems. I don't know. It was it was interesting. At one point, I know we had talked about this. It was like him and Thomas were kind of becoming allies. Yeah, they and, were buddy buddy, and were yeah, they kind of? Yeah, and, and that's kind of how they made it seem too. That's how they clipped the show too when, uh, when he was going head to head with Trey in the one on one. Um, and 
it's interesting. I was like, literally, he's on the TSS Thomas, and they're going down. And you never want to be brought in on. Oh, you mean Andrew was Andrew was 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 hopping aboard the the SS Thomas that was sinking as things were going on. Yeah, yeah as yeah. Aaron said, it's global warming, and he's on an iceberg, and it's melting, <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's melting. And you were afraid that it might melt with Andrew on it. I, I saw that that they were buddy buddying up a little bit. Andrew seemed to be defending Thomas, uh, telling people not to go after Thomas. Now he never said it was because he cared about Thomas. But eventually we see them talking later, right? We see those two kind of talking together. And it made me think that Andrew S. is just kind of like the one guy that seems okay with Thomas. But boy, yeah, you don't want to catch Katie talking to you don't want to you don't want to catch you don't want Katie to catch you talking to Thomas. That's a one way ticket out ski. So you're right about that. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like we were talking about this and we'll get to it um, in a second here, but with like with Greg. Like you, we used to like Greg kind of get his fingers dirty, his hands dirty a little bit uh, in the drama, and it's like Greg, you want to stay out of that. But Greg, well, Greg yeah. was, I think Greg was mentioning that he did not like Thomas, and that Thomas continued to lie and lie and lie. I think is is what Greg said. Uh, if I was Greg, I would show up with duct tape on my mouth, <laughs> and I wouldn't say a damn word because Greg, you are on fire, and there is nothing that you need to do to to um, disrupt that. Uh, I, if I was him, I wouldn't say a damn word in that house um, out of fear of, of what might um, happen, out of fear of what might happen that shouldn't happen. You know, I, I, you know, I think Greg can have the best intentions and you can get you can get sucked down by uh, by some of these dudes. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll get more on Greg. I'm sure in he's second. in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK, so uh, that's so, that's kind of it on Andrew. Okay, S, yeah. So the, Andrew S is at three. And I do like I also want to mention I do like Andrew S's personality. I think he's seen he kind of reminds me of Trey a little bit. I know those two got in a little bit of a spat, but I think they got in a spat because they both kind of have that same personality where it's like a very passionate Kind of personality, kind of not afraid to say what's on their mind. Kind of similar to what I liked about Katie, actually, on Matt's Bachelorette or on Matt's Bachelor season. So um, I like I like uh, Andrew S. I think that sounds like a good pick. Um, you didn't like him. Why'd you say you didn't like seeing him on your list? You don't like him too much. I, I just like I don't know. I'm just like not a huge fan of him. Um, I don't even know why. I just like I don't know. I All just right. don't. I don't really get the get the vibe with him. Um, I feel like he it made sense like what he was saying how if you brought up all the drama with Thomas it was going to take away from all the time that him and the other guys would have to form connections but at the same time you got to address the drama if you feel like somebody's doing something wrong and you just don't say anything about it right uh, it's yeah. not going to do you do you well which we saw with I Trey wouldn't be surpri- the, the rose, I, yep, so. I wouldn't be surprised if Andrew learned a little something from that actually from how quickly Thomas did get booted from how well Katie responded to Trey and the fact that yeah he said you guys shouldn't do that but the truth of the matter is it worked out really well for Trey um, and uh, and Katie seems to like him more and uh, best of all for the squad she booted Thomas so um, I think Andrew S might have learned a little something there uh, number two Dude, you're not even going to believe this. I literally just deleted the note on <laughs> <laughs> my phone so Joey, with my notes. No way. So, Joey. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> how did. It doesn't, like, store. It doesn't. It doesn't. You don't have a way to, like, recover it. There's oh, not a, like, back. deleted. I got it. I got it oh back. I got it back. God. How did you manage to <laughs> accidentally delete your power ranking? <laughs> Joey makes a note. Oh, my God. Joey makes a note on his phone when he does his power rankings. He, he pulls up the notes in the iPhone. 
he managed to somehow delete the thing. I don't know how you managed to do that. It was All like right. right. My finger was just on the. Oh, oh and, I got it, it back. It doesn't confirm. It doesn't say. No, like, are no, you it sure just immediately goes immediately in the trash. Immediately axes it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess that's that's a fair reason. Your uh, finger accidentally slipped on the uh, delete button. <sighs> I wish you wouldn't have been able to recover that. Uh, did you not been, know? Such did a you mess. not know the way you said that? Did you do you not know your last two? People? No, I, I honestly like don't know if I would have been able to pull <laughs> it together. Two people left, <laughs> and he wouldn't have been able to remember. Okay, number two. All right, number two. Any guesses? I, I got to imagine Greg's at number one. I have to imagine Greg's at number one. So you already have Michael A in there. I can't even think of anybody else that's made a strong relationship with Katie at this point, except for maybe... Connor B, but you don't got him in there, I don't think. Who you got? Nope. I got my man, Aaron, and it's literally purely... No. It's <laughs> That's a bad pick. It's, That's it's purely, a bad pick, purely based on, Purely based on I, that I like him. That is a <laughs> bad pick, Havlik. Aaron is not going the distance. Once this drama stuff settles... Aaron's been getting a lot of screen time because he's been one of the biggest one of the biggest guys going after Thomas. So he's been getting a lot of screen time. Once the screen time ends, we're going to find out Aaron ain't got nothing to offer. The dude never smiles. He came out of the womb like not like he has never smiled in his life. I'm not I would not be surprised if we don't see Aaron smile once this entire Bachelorette's <laughs> journey, as they like to say. Not a fan of that pick, but you're making that pick strictly based on the fact that you like Aaron, and I'm still not sure why you like him. Yeah, I just I just like how unfiltered he is. I just think it's hilarious how he just doesn't care yeah, what it is. True. He'll just say whatever. Um, and like uh, like I talked about, it. also I, like I said, I thought the like just like the the f bomb at the rose ceremony was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I think that Aaron has a swag and a confidence to him that's going to take him far that's what i think is good i think he he's going to be in it for a while because he just he doesn't care he he's he's you know got that swag and i think that like that confidence will take him the distance because girls they can sniff they can sense that like they can they can tell like and i think i honestly feel like we might have a one-on-one coming for aaron i think she will tell i think she will be able to sniff that out with aaron is kind of what confidence? I'm saying is that no is that that I I, I, I get that it's it, that it feels like he has confidence I want to see what he's like the only times I've seen him on screen have been when he's dealing with drama I haven't seen him really t- so much as speak to Katie up to this point and Katie is looking for somebody that's funny Katie is looking at for for, for, for somebody I, I, again that's kind of like her I feel like Aaron and Katie seem like they could not be farther apart I think if Aaron gets a one-on-one again I don't know the dude super well well, but I I could see very very well him getting sent home on a one on one possibly that's just my opinion. Wow, are you calling for the Aaron one on one shock boot? If we <laughs> if we get Aaron on a one on one, I may be calling for his exit right then and there. Yes, well we we will see what happens. It looked to me in the preview like Andrew S is getting the next one on one. I think is what I saw. I think he'll kill it. I think Andrew S will kill it on his one on one. I think I think he will. Um, don't know about Aaron. Uh, we shall see what happens. Uh, number one's Greg, right? Number one is Greg the Goober. Greg the Goober is number one. Now, now, Joey, I've given my thoughts about Greg. What are your thoughts about him? Not on his chances to win, but him as a person, based on what you've seen. Honestly, I think that Greg has grown on me. Like, I honestly didn't really 
like him that much at first. Um, but I think after his one-on-one date and just kind of what we've seen, he's he's grown on me now. And I yeah. think that he is a super strong contender because he does seem very genuine. And, oh, I just said genuine again. There yeah, it is. Take genuine, a, count take, it. Take a shot, everybody. If you're not blackout <laughs> by now, go ahead and take a shot. Joey said genuine. But I, I honestly think that, like we were talking about earlier, he flipped the script on Katie and it looked like he was the bachelor. I mean, we both felt it and it, yeah. it's just crazy because the only person I've seen do that. And I've talked about this before is Jordan Rogers. He's honestly the only one that comes to mind. That's been able to flip the script like that. Yeah. And that is such a power position when you can do that. It's so rare and it's so powerful that and, I think that honestly, uh, that's just the best position ever. And Katie felt it. She was like, I'm fighting for Greg and he's not fighting and fawning over me, which is so rare. And none of the other guys are even close to that level, uh, which is just throwing him way out front. No, no, it, it's more like it, Greg is number one. And there is like a serious gap between one and two um, right now when it comes to Craig. The thing I like about Greg is you're right. He's managed to kind of flip the script where it's like Katie's coming after him, but Greg has tried zero times. Greg did not. That was not Greg's plan. Greg has never had a plan of this is how I'm going to get her. This is how I'm going to. He's had no schemes. Remember Carl? I used to call him Plans Carl because he would have a plan for everything. Greg's like the anti-Carl. Greg shows up to everything with no plan. Greg does Greg, and Katie sees that Greg is doing Greg, and she really respects it. And that's, I think, what I kind of appreciate the most about him is he's not trying to he's not trying to run game on her. He's not trying to um, get involved with anything that's going on in the house. He's just show he just shows up. He seems happy to be on the show. He seems happy for the experience. And Katie is really taking note of that and is really appreciating that about Greg. So I think that the worst thing Greg could do right now is to try to is to try to come up with plans on how he could win is to try to kind of figure out schemes of like, okay, I'm in the lead right now. So what do I need to do to stay in the lead? That is the worst thing Greg could do. All Greg should be focused on is nothing. Greg, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Greg should not be focused on anything. Greg should be focused on just going out there and just doing whatever, whatever it is that he does because it's working for him. And um, I think not only is he doing very well with Katie, I have to imagine he's doing pretty well with America right now. And I got to imagine that there's a lot of Greg fans uh, watching the show right now. So good for him. I'm very happy to see um, a, a, a really a really great guy like that um, out in, in, out in um, such a, a clear number one position. Yeah, I mean, if I could go back in time and talk to Greg right now, as this was going on, you know, we could just take a little time travel back. Yeah, sure. Take a time travel back to talk to Greg before the show starts. Is that what you before said? Before the show starts. Like, if I could go talk to him right now as they were filming it, sure. I would say, like we talked about before, Greg, stay out of the drama. Yep. Stay out of it. Yep. Don't touch it with a 10-foot pole, Greg. Yep. Don't do it, buddy. But I don't know. He, he I don't seemed, think he will. He seemed like he was dabbling in it, though. It seemed like he was like he gave a few dabbling in the gave, drama. He gave a few opinions about Thomas as just about everybody was. Right. So I don't necessarily fault him for that. Greg does not strike me as the drama type. But then again, who knows what could happen? But you are absolutely right. Greg, the worst thing you could do is to get involved in any drama in any capacity, even if you feel like you're doing Katie a favor even if you know someone's there for the wrong reasons and you want to come you know be this martyr and 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 send this guy and 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 let Katie know that this guy's not here for the right reasons 
nothing could help. It's not going to help you. I, 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 you're right, Joey. Stay out of the drama, Greg. Keep doing your thing because you are the man. You're killing it. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, I might. I might honestly might DM Greg right now and just say, "Hey, <laughs> you're not I, DMing." I Greg. know the show is filmed. Greg's not seeing your DMs, but you're number one in my power rankings, and I'm really hoping. You don't screw this up and get involved in the drama. And he'll be like, dude, the show's already filmed. He's not going to say anything. He'll he's be like, not, dude, the show is already done. Right, like, we don't we don't film this live. You know, that would be kind of fun if they filmed it live. And there was, like, an America vote every week. America got to vote on who would stay. <laughs> America just gets to yeah, keep somebody a, around. Wouldn't that be fun? It was like a live bachelor. And you know how American Idol, you can text in your vote. Uh, yeah, like, uh, America up to, like, hometowns got a vote. There was like an American. <laughs> Dude, that's such a good idea for a I show. Know. They they should make a live. They should just try it one season. You've done 25, 18 of Bachelorette, however many you've done. You're out of ideas. You do the same stuff every season. We're bringing Never Been Kissed Heather back in, in the form of Blake. Do a live Bachelor. Give America a vote. Let, let America decide who they want to stay. And then Katie has to, up until hometowns, Katie has to. <laughs> At hometowns, at hometowns, you can axe his ass. All right, up until then, America's got to say in who just, you're keeping. I want a couple people. Though. I don't. I want. I don't just want one one person. I want like half. Like she can pick ten. I get ten, or we get half. Wait, up so, until hometowns. So she gets. <laughs> So <laughs> that is that is that is on them. That's fine. That that we them. Can give the control so, back to them. So you're saying that Katie gets ten picks and America gets ten picks? We're split in half up until no. So then it's it's fifty percent every then, time. But so until like it goes down to like but then when hometown sixteen eight and eight like as we're we're working, working in half until hometowns. But when, once it's hometowns, it's like okay, this yeah. is enough. Okay, we're down to four. Yeah. We're down to four. We'll let Katie make her picks then. I think it would be a great idea. I don't see any reason why they would not do that. Yeah, you know what? Sounds great. You know what else is something I was going to mention that I never did? I was actually going to mention it on Matt James this season. Joey, do you remember all of those advertisements during Matt James's season about contestants? Or it was like the the Bachelor was advertising this, and it was a Bachelor paid advertisement. You could tell it said sixty five or older looking for love please go to this website or something like that, which made me think that they were doing a Grandpa Bachelor. Uh, do, you, do you remember that? You I, remember I knew that? you were about to just bring that up. No. I, I had to bring it up because I, I keep forgetting to bring it up. And if they're doing a Grandpa Bachelor, th that would be, Joey, in terms of this podcast, that would be gold. I mean, the things that we could talk about if they did a Grandpa Bachelor. Um, do you have any thoughts at all to, on that? I know I'm just going to spring in you up on this. And it's like, who cares? But The, the Bachelor, Grand I, well, I mean, I I thought I was dreaming now, see, or like thinking about that again, because they did. They said that a couple times, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And then now, now we haven't seen a thing about it. Not a single <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, they must have decided not to do it. <laughs> yeah, they must have decided not to do it when they like realized their franchise is like pretty much on the rocks. They're like, uh, Grandpa Bachelor, we're going to cut that one. Yeah, that's not going to be a great look, honestly, too, having a bunch of like 65. <laughs> I don't know if that was their plan or not. I have no idea what was going on with that. Um, we should pitch. I just thought it was odd. Yeah, no, and I mean that's yeah. There, I think I think that it's one got objectively cut from the, weird. The, yeah, the drawing board. Yeah, I think it did too. But I think you're onto something. I think we need a America's 
Got Bachelor. I think that's a perfect name. America's Got Bachelor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If it's, that could be a whole new show where America actually whoa, yeah. makes every pick. No, yeah, no, I want, I want, no, I'll just 50%. <laughs> Until hometowns. Until hometowns. <laughs> no, and the thing is, I want to be voting on, like, I want to vote on dates, too. Like, give us, like, give us an option. Be like, yeah. all right, do you want a, a, date A, B, or C? And I, I want to vote in a you, date, you know, you and they I need want. to have them all prepared, and then whatever America chooses, boom, that's what they do. I, I want Katie to look directly at the camera and say, okay, <laughs> America, who would you like to see me go on a date with next? Pick A. <laughs> Like pick a, a for Andrew S. <laughs> pick B for Trey. Pick C for Connor B. <laughs> vote now. And then she just stands there and waits and waits for America to vote for like 30 seconds. And she said, you guys have chosen Trey. <laughs> you guys have chosen Trey. I'll be going on a date with Trey now. Are you oh, my God. Me? It sounds unbelievable, dude. I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't know uh. if they're a... <laughs> If they're able to uh, to produce that live, I feel like they'd be able to. <laughs> that is the best out. thing ever. I know, like <laughs> the there was something ever. There was some bachelor thing in Minneapolis that some girl was going to nominate me for, and I don't know if she did or not, or I just didn't get it. I don't know, but they should do like a. You got nominated <laughs> to be on the show. I got nominated to do I like nom- a. I, oh, I think I nominated <laughs> you, but never told you. Oh, I, did you really? I, I nominated you when I applied to be on the show. I also I also nominated because you can just when you apply to be on the show, you can just nominate someone to be on it. So I could just nominate whoever I want to. And yeah, I actually did nominate you and I put you I, I, I threw you in there. <laughs> I don't even think I, I didn't even need a picture. Yeah, I just went <laughs> like, ahead. It's I, just like a little like. So in, you're in the like, pool, like insert email for nomination. Yeah, I had like your you email. Just, like, you just, like, I, had your, yeah, I had your email. I just threw up through a Joey Joseph Havlick. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Um. No, it was something in like a, like a brewery in Minneapolis or something. It was for like another podcast or it was for something. I, yeah, I never told you about this, I don't think. But it was like I was going to like just do like a live action bachelor thing. I don't know. I must not have gotten chosen because I didn't hear anything more about it. A live action bachelor thing? It was thing? just like a, like, a, like a one night or something. Like I was going to be like. It was like a it was like a local thing they were doing here in Minneapolis. Yeah, it was like, just like some, a local thing. Um, what is the winner? What is the winner get? Well, so I this think, is like a real thing. Like this is like a, just a small group of people. And you have this chick, and then you, what? You win, and you get to maybe go on a date with her or something. That's like that. what, like, what it was. It okay. was like it was like a bachelor rat. It was like one girl, and there was gonna be like I don't know, like ten guys or something. And like, and they were just, we were gonna do like I don't know, like trivia or whatever it was, like at the brewery. And then I think the winner went on a date with this girl. Um, but my point oh, is, oh, oh, okay, gotcha. So it's yeah. not like you're, it's not like you're kind of mock playing out the show in any way. You're just kind of playing trivia, and if you win, you go on a date with her. Yeah, but okay. but what we should do <laughs> is we should actually do a mock live bachelor like or like a little like thing like this like a little like one night like show thing a mock live bachelor like i'm just gonna start advertising this mean? and just ask like some brewery to let us host it there like like where we, oh, Joey's, Joey's where we got have some people, crazy idea we have people in the Joey's audience got a crazy <laughs> idea he wants to have a live action bachelor at the audience so who's a bachelor you and me i don't know yeah maybe it's one of us or and then one, i don't know or maybe we're co-hosts Okay, okay, or we could have someone else do it, and you and I would be co-hosts. Yeah. That's probably what would happen. Okay, and then what? They all play trivia, and if you win, I, I'm I'm struggling so, to understand the so merits I'm saying, of this like, idea. I'm saying we, we have, like, people, like, we, like, say, hey, should we do this or this? And then we have the audience, like, texts, yeah, we should do this. And then on the fly, like, completely on the fly, okay. whatever they select, then that's what we would Here, just do. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this right now. If anybody just heard that idea and they're listening... Text me and let me know 
if you think that's a good idea. If I get one person, Joey, I'm not kidding. <laughs> this is real. This is real. If I get one person to text me and say that's a good idea, I promise we will move forward with it. All right? So there we are. There it is right there. If nobody texts me, we're not doing it. If so much as one person <laughs> even says anything about that being a good idea, we're doing it. All right? Yep. So that's, that's unfair to you. Yeah, no, it's, that's perfect. <laughs> I can't wait for the text to come flooding in. <laughs> They're not going to be. Okay. Um, there we are. Well, Joey, uh, very well uh, very well done. Uh, once again, we are going to go ahead and wrap up. So with that, everybody have a good rest of your day, and we will see you guys next week. Yep. See you next time. And if I hit the switch, I can make the action drop. Had to stop at a red light. Looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. And everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she can. Oh.